honor you. We lift your name above all names and honor you. For your name is the highest, we honor you. For the God that you are, Lord, we honor you. Hallelujah. Let's just give God a hand clap of praise. Can you stand to your feet real quick? Let's just honor God real quick. I, I know that that is the afternoon. I know this is the evening service, but let's just simply worship God. Just open up your mouth. Just lift up your hands. The Bible says that he inhabits this place. That he inhabits this place of praise. He just worships with us. And, and, and I can guarantee, children, stand up to your feet. Children, stand up to your feet. I guarantee that there's a thing, there's a place in you right now that as hard as it seems, that, that as easy as life seems, that there is something on your heart that you need. I, I, I don't know if it's finances. I don't. We all can use a financial blessing. Amen. I'm not a prosperity preacher, but we all can use finances to be blessed. But there is someplace else where, where in your spirit you know that you haven't always been right. Do, do I got at least three people that can simply be truthful with themselves and say, God, you know I haven't always been right. I'm not perfect. I don't do it all right. I don't say the right things all the time. I don't act the right way all the time. I can even be in church and not act right with people. Anybody understand what I'm saying right there? Some people walk around with these uh, these airs like, like, like there's nothing wrong with them. And God said, I can't inhabit that that place with you but I inhabit that place when you get real with me he said you worship me in spirit and in truth and in spirit and in truth when you're talking about truth that means that place that you're at right now oh somebody missed that he doesn't want to know about that fake place too often we we like to dwell in church in that fake place that place where there's no problems that place like you don't have a cussing demon that place that act like you ain't uh, struggling with sex. That place that you act like you ain't struggling with other things in your life. But you come in church and you say, I'm blessed and highly favored. That place when you come in church and you say, oh, nothing's wrong with me. Look at how they act over there. Look at what they do around here. Look at all this other stuff. They, they must got problems. But you dealing with your own stuff in your own house. It's a, it's a mess in your own house. God said, no, I need that. I need to know that place. That, that's the place that the thief brought to me when I was on the cross. That place of, I know I'm a sinner. I know that I messed up. I know that I've made mistakes. I know what I've done. But in that place is that place where healing and deliverance, sanctification, holiness, in that place is the place that he resides. And at this, this time, at this moment, I don't believe anything happens by happenstance. And I don't, I don't run by protocol. Y'all know that. Y'all know that enough. I don't go by protocol. But 
stuff doesn't happen by happenstance. You weren't here today by happenstance. So before I go any further with announcements or anything, this is different. Jesus. I'm wearing a shirt right now because I was asked to wear red and black. But on my shirt, it shows a lifeline. It shows a lifeline. And too often are we sitting in the church needing a lifeline and won't tell anybody. Too often we sit in church needing a breakthrough, but we too scared to cry out. Too often do we sit in church and and simply say, God, if you did it for them, I believe that I'm, I'm not worthy for you to do it for me. But that person that's right next to you knows that God did stuff that they're not able, that, that they're not worthy of. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm, 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 I'm getting ready to move forward. Because, they, Father God, in the name of Jesus, there's an atmosphere right now, God. There's a, a spirit of new oil. There's a release of new oil right now. I feel it in my spirit. There's a release of new oil coming down right now. Each and every person that's on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, wherever you're watching, whether you're here in the sanctuary, there's a release of new oil coming right now. God keeps saying, you've been crushed for so long that there's a release of oil coming forth from you. An olive, as good as it looks on an olive tree, in order to get the oil for the anointing has to be crushed. And for 11 months, you've been crushed. But this 12th month is releasing oil. Ah, somebody missed that. Kevin, for, for 11 months, there's been a crushing. But your oil is releasing. Here. Deacon is Tansy. For 11 months, you've been crushed. But your 12th month is releasing. Pastor Cash, I'm so glad you joined us. And for 11 months, Jesus, you've been crushed. And there's an oil being released. Yeah, there, there's an oil that's being released. Princess, there's an oil being released. And, and there's, there, there's a season that God is getting ready to open up and reveal to you mysteries that no man knows. Doors that no man can open. He's opening. Why? Because the oil is being released on today. The oil is being released, not because Pastor Thomas said it, but it's a season where liberty is taking place and oil is being released. <sighs> I dare somebody just open up their mouth and say, Jesus. I told you it's, it's in my spirit. Jesus. 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 Add your children's name to Jesus. Open up your mouth and speak for your spouse. Open up your mouth and speak for relationships. Open up your mouth and speak for jo for uh, for your job. Jesus, 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 he, Jesus, 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 Yeshua. Whichever name you want to call him, it's Jesus, it's Yeshua. It's the name that is above all other names. It's the name that is a strong tower. It's a name that the righteous run into and are safe. His name is Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus, 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 every opportunity you're looking for, Jesus, every struggle, Jesus, 
breaking free. Ah, he's releasing. Ah, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Do you feel him? Not, not, not an emotional feeling, but do you feel him in your spirit? He's, he's here. He's here. He's in the atmosphere. Jesus. 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 The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't come in forcefully, but when he comes in, trust me, he changes your whole life. Matter of fact, grab hold of the person's hand that's right next to you. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I need y'all to face one another. And I'm going to ask you to do this. This is not the priest of the house doing this, but I'm going to ask you to speak into that person's life right there. Open up your mouth and begin to speak into their life. When you speak into their lives, yeah, 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 you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath everything that has happened to you. Yeah, God has called it finished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever's happened, God has called it finished. Whatever you, yeah, 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 yeah. Speak that thing. Speak that thing. It's not as though it were. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm healed by his stripes. My, my mind is blessed. My heart is blessed. Your, your spirit is blessed. Your spirit is released. You, you're, you're, you're above and not beneath. You're the head and not the tail. Speak that thing right now. Pray over that person. Call on the name of Jesus in their life. Yeah, the, the Bible said in those last days that I'll pour out my spirit and young men will begin to prophesy. Old men will begin to have dreams. So begin to open up your mouth and speak those things. God, intercede right now. God impact right now. God release right now. Yeah, we thanked you for last week, but right now, God, we're asking you to release your spirit into the atmosphere. Release it right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah, no, no, no more living on life support. We are blessed in our field. We're blessed in our coming. We're blessed in our going. We're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. And God, right now, we're coming to you with open hearts. Yeah, hallelujah, yeah. Robo humo shayeke robo horobo shiete. I have entered into this place, this place of your darkness, to release you from the bondage, to release you into life. Akia, God is saying he's releasing you. Yeah. Wanda, God is saying he's releasing you. Hallelujah. Veronica, God is saying he hears your petition. Hallelujah. Antoine, he said, I'm releasing your oil right now. Liberty, he's releasing right now into the atmosphere. He's releasing right now. Yeah, He said, I'm not a God bound by time. I'm not a God bound by your protocols. When I come into the atmosphere, I'm shifting it according to what I want. Someone is being delivered right now from drinking. Someone's being delivered right now. Yeah, that, that hurts. That heart that's hurting. Somebody's being delivered from the heartache right now, from the past. Somebody's being delivered from abuse. Somebody's being delivered from being the abuser. Someone's being delivered right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's being delivered right now. Somebody's being delivered right now. 
Hallelujah. The devil is trying to take your life this week. And God said, no, not on my child, not on my watch. That's my child. And you will not touch a hair on her head, on his head. You will not touch them. Somebody's recovering right now from COVID-19 that didn't even know they had it because God said, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Somebody has been exposed to something that they had no cure for, but God said, by my stripes, you are healed. It's time to cancel some generational curses. We're breaking generational curses. We're breaking, we're breaking systematic things right now. Hallelujah. We're breaking things in the environment right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you look out and you open your eyes, he said, there are more with me than there are with them. There are angels being released to war on your behalf right now. There are angels being released in the atmosphere to war on your behalf right now. Satan, you have no charge. You have no authority. You have no power. You have no right to them right now. I break every generational curse right now in the spirit of Jesus. I break every generational curse by the power invested in me, by the power of God. I'm breaking generational curses. The blood is being established. The blood is transferring DNA. The things that the enemy thought that he had, the accuser of the brethren, has no longer any right to you right now. He's the accuser roaring, going around like a roaring lion. But God said, if I, my people that are called by my name, should humble themselves, bow down and pray, seek my and I will heal their land. Hallelujah. 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 Let's give God one last clap of praise. Hallelujah. Let's just hallelujah. 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 If you can take your seats, take your seats. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm in somewhere different right this second. God is releasing. God is restoring. Somebody's being restored right now. I'm telling you right now, God, God is restoring somebody right now. Ah, the lost years of your life, God is restoring. The lost years, the lost months that you've been arguing, God is restoring. Ah, so, somebody don't understand. God is restoring what he has said that he had for you. The enemy took some things, but God is restoring what he said he had for you. What the enemy took, you don't even want that back. That's tainted. But God said, I'm restoring you right now. I'm changing the dynamic. I'm changing the destiny that the enemy put on you. I'm restoring your youth. I'm restoring the blessings. I'm restoring your promise. I'm restoring your destiny. I'm restoring what I said about you when I called you up from out from among them. I'm restoring you right now. Yeah, I'm restoring. I'm restoring everything that the canker worm ate. I'm restoring everything that the devil stole. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm getting rid of it. I'm washing you clean and I'm giving you better. Ah, Jesus. Sometimes when you get to this place, that's all you can do is worship. That's all you can do is just get into the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Try to move on. <sighs> Hallelujah. I'm going to try this again. Welcome to Liberty Christian Church International. 
where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, liberty, liberty. I'm Pastor Thomas Brockenberry, and wherever you're hailing from right now, I just want to welcome you in. I want you to know that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ask or think in your life. And you know what? I'm going to hold announcements off until the end of service. I'm going to hold off offering until the end of service. And it's just a spirit of ready to, to hear the word, hear what thus saith the Lord on today. So I'm going to ask our worship team to come back up and just take us into worship. Get your hearts, get your Bibles, get everything prepared. And we're going into worship. Amen. Amen. Let's give them a hand clap. Let's give them a hand clap.
Hallelujah. It doesn't take much to get you into the presence of God. But it said, I love you more than anything. Do I have anybody that loves Jesus more than anything, more than riches, more than gold, more than power, more than accolades, more than status? You just cut it to a place in your life where you said, you know what, God? I love you because you first loved me. But not only that, but I love you because in spite of my transgressions, in spite of my wrongs, you never left me nor forsake me. You, you never walked out on me. Anybody had anybody in your life ever walk out on you because you didn't live up to their standards? You didn't live up to their uh, their their or their standard for you, and and you made mistakes in your life. You've gone through troubles. You've done so many things, but but Jesus said, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you." I'll never even leave even that i won't even leave your seed begging bread i'm i'm gonna be with you until the end of the world so father god and right now in the name of jesus the songs of zion have been sung we have worshiped you in spirit and in truth now god take this your servant this person that is fallible this person that has gone through this person that's been broken this person that has been hurt this person that has gone through trials this person that has been the offender as well as the offended take me and break me down and build me back up in your image and in your likeness so that the people will see none of me but they'll see all of thee shift the atmosphere right now God so that this word will be followed by signs, miracles, and wonders in the lives of your believers. Lord, I decrease that you might increase. Speak to me, speak by me, speak with me, and speak through me. So lives can be changed, souls can be delivered, and that you can get the glory out of it all. So that you can get the glory out of it all. I take no authority. I take no celebrityism. I take none of your honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. It is in Jesus' name we pray. I'm going to say it again. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Lift up your cell phones, your Bibles, whatever you may have real quick. And let's make this Bible declaration. And repeat after me. Lord, I thank you. That I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And amen, amen. I told you, we're, uh, we've been in this series called The Prayer Shift over these last five or six weeks. And, and dealing with this prayer shift, I promise you, I'm going to teach this thing today. I keep saying this every week, but I promise you, I'm going to try to teach this thing today. And we've been dealing with the prayer shift and, and the acronyms for prayer. And I'm going to run through it real quick because I, I got something important that I'm starting today with this, with this series. Uh, the P in prayer stood for what? Petition. 
We petition God and asking God in our prayers. Number two is to wait for the response of God. Number three, that we're waiting for, we're waiting to adjust to what God has said to us. Number four, we're yearning for his, to, for a conversation with him some more. Now, the E for that is for expect. We're expecting to spend eternity with Christ. And the R for prayer stands for to repeat because the Bible says that we're to be in uh, prayer consistently. We're never to stop praying. We're to pray without ceasing. Amen. And then so we've been dealing with the shift portion of this over these last five weeks. And shift, the S stood for strategic sovereignty of God. The strategic sovereignty of God. And dealing with how in our prayers we have to be strategic so that God can be sovereign over our life. Amen. Somebody say strategic. The the uh, the H in shift stood for three things: humble, humility, and honor. In our prayer time, we have to be humble, we have to honor God, and we have to operate in humility. Uh, the the uh, the I in shift stood for intention and intentional. We have to have the right intentions when we pray, and we also have to be intentional in what we're petitioning God for. So then last week, we jumped into the F, and the F has two, two, two things. And can anybody remember what the first one said? Don't be, don't be shy about it. Can anybody remember what the first, what the F stood for? Oh, somebody missed that. Uh, forgiveness. Forgive and forgiveness. That, that was what the first part stood for. We talked about how in prayer, the Bible says that forgive those uh Forgive those as we want to be forgiven by God. We, do, we looked at the Lord's prayer. And so now we're understanding that a reason of a, lot, a lot of our prayers are hindered and a lot of our prayers are not being answered by God is simply based upon the fact that we have not forgiven. The, the, those blessings that you ask God for, those things that you're asking God to do in your life, he said, if you can't forgive, how do you expect me to forgive you and release my provisions for you? So tonight... I want to deal with the next part, and this is probably the, 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 the most crucial aspect that I can imagine this far. I know I keep saying that every week that, that these letters seem to be the most crucial part and the most important part, but as I'm finding out and as God is releasing this thing to me, one is more crucial than the next. It just builds up and builds up and builds up. So we dealt with forgiveness last week. Somebody say forgiveness. So this week, I need you all to operate in faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the second F when we talk about uh, the shift is forgiveness and faith. Yeah, somebody say faith. Uh, matter of fact, somebody say forgiveness and faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody need, I, 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 got a, I got a group of people this morning or this, this evening that, that, that are looking at me like, where are you going at with this, Pastor? But, but I need you to understand that when we're praying and we're petitioning God, if we're strategic, if we're humble, if we're intentional, if we operate in forgiveness, then by faith we can receive what God is getting ready to do in our life. Amen. We can receive what God has been talking about releasing in our life. Now, I got a couple of scriptures for you real quick. And the first one I want to look at for, uh, for us on today is simply this. Excuse me. It's simply this. Matthew 21 and 22. If you, uh, we, we don't have our projector today, so I need y'all to go, go. I need y'all to be good stewards today and pull it out in your phone, pull it out in your Bible and, and, and help me out on this real quick. Matthew 21 and 22, reading from the New King James Version, it says this. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing what 
you will receive. I'm going to repeat that again. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, believing is another word for what? Faith, you will receive. Jump over to Mark 11 and the 22nd chapter. And it says this. So Jesus answered and said to them, have what? Have faith in God. So this word faith that, that, that we see in the Bible, this word faith that we've been dealing with, and we're going to jump to your favorite scripture about faith, but right now this word faith that we deal with, this word faith that we see is a major part in your prayer life, is a major part in what you're petitioning God for, because without faith it's impossible to do what? Please God. So now if I'm operating in faith, and, and, and get this, because faith is not just predicated on the believer, Faith, the Bible says that every man is born with a measure of faith. The problem is what we put our faith in. And when we're dealing with prayer, a lot of times we make our prayer based upon faith in something else. We'll ask God for one thing, but the faith is that I'm going to work hard enough to get the money to buy this certain thing. The faith isn't in, oh, God, you're going to be my provider. You're going to be my Jehovah Jireh. The faith is in, yeah, God, I'm petitioning, but just in case you don't do it, God, I'm going to do it with this. I'm going to do it with my own hands. Yeah, God, if, you, if, if by chance you don't listen to me today, God, I got a backup plan. Yeah, anybody ever dealt with a situation where you've had to have a backup plan? Yeah, yeah, but, but this God that we serve said you can't have a backup plan when it comes to me. Yeah, if, I, if I'm Alpha and Omega, if I'm your beginning and your end, there can be nothing that comes behind me. So are you going to depend? And I need another microphone. Somebody bring me my, another microphone. If by faith that, that, that I'm living and I'm operating and I'm working according, according to God's plan, amen? If I'm working according to God's plan, then by faith, I got to realize that if he's my beginning and he's my end, there can be nothing behind him. There can be nothing before him. But the world has told us too many times that we have to have a plan B in your relationship. If she don't work out, I already got my plan B. In your relationship, if this job don't work out, I'm going to go ahead and apply for five more. But God said, when are you going to rely on me to be the, the mean taker, to be the burden bearer, to carry your load? When are you going to rely on me for what you need in your life? Yeah, too often times that God has provided for you. Anybody ever been in a place where they needed some food or, or they've been without food and, and you scrounged around in that couch and you found just enough to get you through to a payday or somebody called and blessed you. Somebody did something for you that you could not do yourself. But a lot of times we miss what faith really means for us as a believer. Somebody say, I got to have faith. So in prayer, the Bible says that, it, it go, if you go back real quick to Mark 21 and 22, it said, and whatever things you ask in, in what? In prayer, believing you will receive. Not believing that you are capable of doing it yourself, but he said, but you have to believe that you will receive. Whatever things you ask in prayer. Now, not, not asking for a million dollar home. Not asking for, 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 the, uh, for things that you have no ability to sustain. Because somebody needs to hear that too. God is not releasing what you can't provide, what you can't sustain in your life. Why do I want a million dollars if I had, can't budget a thousand? Yeah. Why, how can I operate with a, with a million dollar budget for my church if I can't operate with a $20 budget for my church right now? 
But I'm asking God to bless me with a million dollars. God said, no, matter of fact, I may have to take you through bankruptcy to realize what, what it means to be a good steward over your finances. I may have to take you through losing everything for you to gain an appreciation for something. Yeah, faith does not mean when I'm believing God for, it has to match my level of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My level of faith has to increase because if I'm believing for him, that means I'm also working according to that belief. Yeah, faith without works is dead. So when we talk about works, that means I'm doing that thing, which is making sure I'm in position to maximize my faith. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm saying I want a million dollar budget, that means I got to start operating with a million dollar mindset right now. So if I can't, if, if, if I'm operating with that mindset right now, when God releases it, I'll be prepared for it. Yeah, so my faith says, yes, God is going to release it, but my mind says I got to work towards it. Yeah. When you want to get married, you can't decide that you want to act right in marriage. When, uh, when you say, I do, you got to put yourself in position before you get married. Yeah, if you want a sustained relationship, you got to make sure you're doing the things to have a sustained relationship prior to the I do. Because if you don't take the sustained proper relationship into the I do, you're going to have a false marriage that's going to end up falling down and falling apart in the beginning. Oh, somebody don't want to hear that. He said this. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in who? In God, not in man. Because man is fallible, but have faith in God. But I really want to get to our favorite scripture because I need, first of all, I need you to get the definition of faith. Faith is this. The dictionary defines faith as this. Belief is not based on proof. <laughs> Belief that is not based on proof. And the second definition is this. Belief in God or in the doctrines of teaching or religion. Belief in God or in the doctrines of teaching of religion. So now let's, let's, let's get into some scripture for real. Open up your Bibles to Hebrews 11. The reason this is going to take a couple of weeks with this faith portion is because Hebrews 11 is, is, is affectionately identified as the faith chapter. It's identified as the faith chapter. Everybody knows Hebrews 11 and 1. Let me hear everybody on three. Let me hear you say it. One, two, three. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That person that you're sitting, to, sitting next to right now has had some issues in their life. But there are some things that you see about that person that they may not recognize ahead of time. Yeah, there, there are some business owners. There are some entrepreneurs. There are some husbands. There are some wives that are sitting right here. There are some presidents and some CEOs. 
And if we can't change the dialect of our tongue, then how can we operate in faith when we're sitting next to somebody that God has a plan for them, but we're constantly only seeing what's going on in their life right now? If faith is the substance of things hoped for, that means I'm speaking into your life. I'm speaking into my own life, the provisions and the things that I know God is getting ready to do in my life. If I'm, uh, I can be the worst person out here in the world, but if I begin, if somebody can sit there, the, 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 the thing used to be, the old grandmothers used to pray for you, Pastor Cash. The old grandmothers used to speak over your life. Baby, I know you out here doing the wrong thing, but I know the God that I serve. That's faith. Uh, faith is the substance of things hopeful. That, that, that's my grandchild, and I know that they coming out of the crack house. That's my grandchild. I know they coming out of the stripper club. That's my grandchild. That I know they're going to do better in school. That's my grandchild. And God, because I have a relationship with you, you said you would never leave me nor forsake me nor have my seed begging bread so God right now I need some things to shift in their life God I need my child to come home from off the corner God I need my child to switch up on some things now faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen see there was some praying grandmothers some praying fathers that was on their knees that was crying out and petitioning God on your behalf when you was in your worst when you was in your mess when you was a whoremonger when you was out here in the street. The faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. He said, for by faith the elders obtained a good report. A good report. What? The testimony. See, somebody right now got a testimony. If you knew what I came from, I, I matter of fact, I ain't got to say somebody. I can talk about myself. If you knew where I came from in my 20s, if you knew what I went through in my teens, if you knew what I went through as a child, my good report was based upon somebody's faith in me. I didn't even have faith in myself. A lot of times you got to realize that, that you may not have faith in yourself, but somebody prayed for you. Somebody had you on their mind. Somebody say faith. See, 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 right now, we're in a pandemic, and, and if we operated under more faith, yeah, we can see the environment shift. We can see some things change. We can see some bodies delivered, some mindsets set free, some things, yeah, 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 this pandemic has scared a lot of people to operate outside of faith. But once you grab hold of faith and you restore faith to what the proper use of it is, then you can get back into the presence of God and say, God, my, the faith that I have in you is that you're going to bring me through healthy. And God, if it's time for you to bring me home, I know I'm coming home to a better place. Somebody missed that right there. See, everything that you think that when, when you think about healing, healing does not mean that my body is completely and totally healed. Healing means that I can even get close to the presence of God. Yeah, healing means that, that, that yeah, if God allows me to walk away from here and have no more pain, am I healed? Yeah, I'm healed. <laughs> I need somebody to hear that. I'm healed because of my faith. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by the elders obtain a good report. If you go down to the next verse, but get this. Verse number three says this. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Now, faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, I know this was talking about the creation of the earth, but it's funny he said the worlds. 
<laughs> I'm about to place with somebody real quick. It's funny he didn't say the world was formed by faith. He said the world's with the S, plural. That means more than one. What are you saying, Pastor Thomas? Each one of you have your own world that God framed by faith. Yeah, somebody missed that. Princess, each and every last one of us have a world, so that makes the world's. Your world is different than your world. Your world is different than your world. Your world is different than Pastor Cash. But God said, by faith, I framed that in order for you to get your breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, I framed your world, even though the hell that you've gone through and you thought I was not there, I framed that so I could get out of you what I need to get out of you. Yeah, so by faith, if God framed my existence, if God said that he knew me before I was formed in my mother's womb, that means he knew my entire environment. He knew where he would place me at. He knew the DNA makeup that I would have. So he knew what I would have to go through. But he also knew that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I would overcome every situation, every obstacle, every challenge so that I could be where I'm at right now. Somebody say by faith see somebody missing what I'm saying. So your worlds were formed by faith. Yeah, everything you've been through, the people that you've lost, Kevin, the things that you've lost, but the possessions that you've lost, the things that, the people that walked out your life, God said, I framed your world. So if I framed your world, some of those people didn't, shouldn't have never had access to it in the first place. If I framed your world, he said, let, 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 let me say that again. By faith, we understand that the world's we're framed by the word of God. That means when God spoke, he spoke your world in existence. When he said, let there be light, he was speaking to your world. Oh, somebody missed what I just said, Deacon Tansy. When God said, let there be light, he was speaking it into your dark place. Why? Because the, the Bible says what? That the earth was darkness and full of void. So when he said, let, uh, yeah, 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 God speaking real quick. So, so, so get this. If you were born into sin and shaped into iniquity, that means you were born into darkness and shapeless with void. So when you gave your life to Christ, he said, let there be light. Yeah, somebody missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he framed your world, your world, your world, your world, your world, you were darkness. You were born into sin, shaped in iniquity. You were darkness and full of void. You did not have God in your life. But there came a day where, where by faith he knew that you would be at the altar with your situation. When you thought that you couldn't handle it anymore. When you thought that you couldn't make it anymore. When you thought that everything was going to be lost and you was going to be gone. He said, by faith, you. when I spoke, let there be light, you had a transformation in your life. And because you had a transformation in your life, now I'm bringing light into your dark places. I'm bringing hope into the hopeless. I'm bringing strength to the strengthless. I'm bringing uh, sustainability to those who lack. I'm making the, the, the first, the last, and the last become first because you have faith. He says, so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Yeah, that's very simple. By, by faith... God created the atmosphere, not no man. I know we like to think that we, we buy the houses, we, we buy the land, but, but it all belongs to God. It was all created by God, and he gave us access and dominion to it. Somebody say, by faith. Get this, verse number four, and I'm only going to verse number six today because I told you this. I need to unpack this a whole lot. Get this in verse number four. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. 
through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and through it, he being dead still speaks. Everybody knows the story of Cain and Abel. Abel, Abel gave the first of his fruit, the first of the vegetation that he had. Cain just gave God whatever he had left over after he had sold off the best cattle. He just brought God an offering. God received Abel's gift more because Abel gave him the first. But he said by faith, not, not that Abel even knew how God was going to bless him for the first, but Abel had the strength to say out of his mind, you know what, if I believe that God created me, I got to believe that he created everything that he gave me to till, everything that he gave me, uh, he gave me authority over. So because he gave me authority over, because he created me, I got to give back to him the first of anything that I produce. Anything, yeah, 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 anything that I produce. See, 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 if I was, uh, if I really wanted to be real, how many times do we not want to give God back the first because the first seems to be the best? Yeah, when you get your money, when, yeah, when, when you look at your bank account on payday, yeah, yeah, when you look at your bank account on payday and it got zeros behind it, and you like, God, I got, I got 2000 in the bank. God, but, but, but God is saying, well, are you going to tithe a tenth? Are you going to give into the kingdom? Not out of law, but are you going to give it out of honesty? Are you going to give it out of your heart's desire to give? Are you going to give unto me? So because you know that I gave you the best because too often times, Jesus, where am I going at with this? Too often times do we worship the resource instead of the source. Yeah, we worship the job instead of the one who gave us the job. We worship what our hands can do instead of the one who gave us the ability in our hands to do it. So now if we're operating under faith and we re realize that God is the one who's blessed us with all things, that he's given us access to all things, that by faith we got to sow back into the kingdom because we know and we serve a God who said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. The, the same God that said, I'll never see your seed begging bread. What is the what are you willing to operate under faith to say, God, here you go? And I'm not just talking about your money. I'm talking about your time, your talents, your resources, your gifts, your all things. God, half of us be like this at night. You come home from a long days of work. You haven't had any prayer time. You ain't had no worship time. You ain't had no other time. And this is what we do. All right, we, 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 we settle down, get into the bed. All right, God, I'm going to pray. Ten seconds into your prayer. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so hard to pray. Why is it so hard to pray? Because you didn't give God your first. You didn't give God your first, so now the enemy can come into your last and say, look, I'm going to take your last so you won't ever be able to give him anything. Why is it so hard for us to be good? good when you wake up in the morning, the reason half the time that, that things seem like they fall apart in the morning is because what? We don't give God our first. You wake up and you look at a post on Facebook before you say, God, thank you for waking me up. You went to sleep watching power. You wake up in the morning and can't think about nothing about the word of God. Because of what you gave your last to and last translates to first and then first becomes your last and then you don't want to get yeah who did I mm -hmm. you know more you know more NBA wives than you do the word of God 
Abel understood that I have to give God my first by faith because I'm expecting God to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could ask or think. According to the power that works in who? Not even God. According to the power that works in me. So if I'm operating under faith, if I'm operating and maximizing my faith, that means I'm believing that what I'm doing for God is going to supersede anything that I can do for the world. But in return, because it says it, uh, the things where it talks about, even though even in death, he said it still will speak. Yeah, we, we, we still learning about Cain and Abel right now, about the benefits of giving God our first. Abel didn't know that 2,000 years from then or 3,000 years from when he was alive that God would still be using his testimony to deliver people, to show people, to give you, to give my first. Abel just did it because by faith he believed that God is going to do something. What are you believing with by faith? That God is getting ready to transform. What businesses do you have? What new inventions do you have on your heart that God is saying, by faith, if you step out, by faith, if you put it in my hands, by faith, stop worrying about what the world is telling you that you're capable of. But by faith, if you give me your first and I'll make it, uh, I'll make it great. He said, I'll take your gift and bring you before great men and kings. By faith, God is opening and restoring. Somebody say by faith. I'm, I'm, I'm just about done. Verse number five says, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. And get this, and was not found. <laughs> it's amazing that they put that in here. He said, because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. By faith, Enoch was one of the first people that we saw God just call up. Yeah. By faith, he, he took him. But it said, and they said and he was not found because too many times do we hear stories of people and blessings, but there's no, the, the, the witness behind the blessing or the, 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 the reality behind the blessing is that they caused it themselves. <laughs> you hear stories, and if people really gave you the backdrop behind the story, it wasn't God that released so-and-so into them. It was something that they did on their own, and then they tried to put God in it because it sounds better. But he said by Enoch, he said Enoch was called up, and he said what? He said, and was not found. So the testimony of not being found gave light that, faith, that by faith Enoch was called up. Enoch believed that he was going to be called up. And the testimony of it was that he was not found. What, what, is God, what has God done for you that you can give testimony of that it was not by my hands? Matter of fact, I'm going to give you my own real quick and we just about done. Listen. In, in 1998-99, when Pastor Thomas was sitting in Palmer Park jail cell, look, three days before Christmas, with a charge that could have got me 25 years, I sat in a holding cell, and I was refusing to talk to God. I said, you know what, this time I'm not talking to God. God, you done got me out of trouble. God, you done did other things for me, but I deserve this. And I remember sitting in that jail cell that night. And I remember the, 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 the voice that came. It was a quiet voice, 
but it was a loud, powerful voice. And it said, how many times do I have to get you out of here for you to realize that I got something better for you in life? If you come back in here, you will die in here. Yeah. If you come back in here, you will die in here. I got too much purpose on your life. I wasn't expecting to get out of jail before Christmas. My mother and my godmother found a Bell's bondsman. He asked for, didn't have any money, and I'm giving you a real testimony. I didn't have the money to get a Bell's bondsman. I told them not to give them any money. But what I did, what the Bell bondsman said, everything you have of value, give it to me, and I'll get you out. I reluctantly gave it all up. But he told me, if you can bring me the money, I'll give you all your merchandise back. So that was my whole mindset. Get him the money, get all my stuff back. I wanted all my possessions back. <laughs> Got me out Christmas Eve. To this day, this is 2000 what, 20? This is November 29, 2020. I have yet to see that Bell's Bondsman again, yet to know where he was at. The building wasn't there. Nothing was there. But it was God saying, if you believe by faith what I've done in your life, that I've called you for greater purpose, I've called you out of darkness into my marvelous light, I created your world, I shifted things around for you, and once you surrendered yourself to me, then everything that you thought that you had to have to make you a person, I took it away so that you can humble yourself before me, so that you can get into my face, so that you can receive from me. And no, I'm not giving you a dime back. I'm not giving you anything back because I need you to see who I am outside of the possession. I need you to see who I am by faith that I can change your life around. I need this. I need you to see that by faith I can do something new in you. Yeah, they thought you was everything but a child of God. But I'm about to shift your atmosphere by faith. Are you going to believe me or are you going to chase the possession? Are you going to believe me or are you going to come back and try to get what got you into there in the first place? Are you going to believe me or are you going to realize that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world? By faith, God shifts the atmosphere. By faith, he changes the, he changed Jacob from a trickster to Israel. By faith, he changed you from who people knew you as to the person they see right now. By faith, they changed the no good, dirty dog that everybody called you into the man of God, the woman of God that you are right now. He did that by faith because he had faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The last verse of this, and I'm done. Because this is something major for you to... Realize, verse number six is so powerful, but we say it so casually. Verse number six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe what? That he is. Somebody say he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who what? Diligently seek him. 
See, too often we want to get this microwave religion, this microwave faith, this microwave experience with God where we're not diligently seeking after anything. We want to get this quick, fast, in a hurry thing in our life to say, God, oh, I prayed for you today, so bless me tomorrow, and then I'll come back to you six months later. But he said, diligently seek him. He said, but they, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. We have to be in a mindset and in a posture in our prayer life, in our worship life, in our sanctified life, in our daily life, that we're seeking after God because we're looking to please him for who he is. Anybody know him to be your Jehovah Jireh? Anybody know him to be your provider, your Jehovah Nisi? Anybody need him to be your banner of victory, your Jehovah Shalom, your God of peace? You, do you need him to be all that in your life? Do you need him to be your first and your last? But by faith, you got to step out because without faith, it's impossible to please him. He said, oh, those who diligently seek me, continuously even, when you're broken, continuously, even when you're hurt, continuously, when everybody around you is laughing at you, continuously, diligently seeking me. I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'm a trip over this, but I'm still coming after you, God. I know that I'm coming down your street, but I'm going to I'm going to follow you, God. Even when somebody knocks me down. Come here for a second, Kevin. Even when the barrier stands up in front of me, I'm still chasing after you, God. Turn around for me, Kevin. The, we got to be like this. I don't care what's in front of me. I'm chasing you, God. I'm coming after you, God. I don't care how much pressure is pushing me. I'm diligently chasing after you, God. I'm coming after you, God. I don't care how much I got to get down because sometimes you got to get down and push those things out of your way. Even when it pushes you back, you got to say, God, I'm diligently seeking after you. God, I'm coming towards you. And when you do that, God said, I'll reward you because you're diligently seeking me. You're diligently seeking me. Yeah, I got knocked down, but I'm getting back up. Anybody been knocked down? Anybody been down? Yeah, I watched the fight. Yeah, anybody watched the fight last night? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know the baddest man to ever punch was out there last night. And if you saw some old shots of him, but there was one man. That when Mike Tyson was at the prime of his career, there was one man that took every punch that Mike threw at him. Yeah, Mike got knocked down. Yeah, but but that man, he, he beat him. And when he hit him, he took it. He fell. He stumbled back. But that one man got back up and said, nah, enemy, I done learned your tactics. Yeah. Enemy, I done learned your plan. And yeah, I done studied you so long. You've been studying me, but I've been studying you. So now, I'm going to show you that you might have knocked me down, but you didn't knock me out. Yeah, so that man got back up. His name was Buster Douglas. He got back up. And in a flurry, he got back up and said, yeah, Mike, I took your best punch. But guess what? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. In the world. Anybody had a Buster Douglas moment in your life where the enemy thought he counted you out and knocked you down and, count, and the, the thought the ref was already burying you in the grave but God said that's my child and if I got up out the grave so can you if I died on a Calvary's cross and I was nailed so can you if I said peace be still in my life so can you I dare somebody say by faith I'm getting up right now out of my situation by faith I'm getting up right now man you might count me out but by faith I'm changing the atmosphere Somebody say, by faith, 
by faith. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you real quick. By faith, the world is formed. By faith, things are shifting in your favor. By faith, God is creating new things in your life. He says, speak those things that are not as though they were. So that means by faith, you got to change your dialect and your tongue. Somebody say by faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Diligently chasing after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a quiet church right now, but I don't understand because if there's some things you want in your life, by faith, you need to be lifting up your hands, testifying. God, I thank you, God, that you're blessing me right now. God, I thank you right now that you're doing something great for me. God, I thank you right now. It may not look right in my life, but God, I thank you right now that you're shifting the atmosphere. We're allowing it to flow right now, but God, I thank you for what you're doing. By faith, by faith, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm in a place I told you, yeah, by faith, what are you, what are you chasing after? All hearts open, all eyes closed. By faith, what is it that you're expecting God to do right now. I'm not just talking about the superficial stuff. But if you're expecting God to put his super on your natural. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you, God. The thing about most Christians that have been in the kingdom for a long time is that they don't want to get transparent. God said, if faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, why are you acting like you're bigger than your problem when I'm asking you to bring me your problem so that I can set you free by faith? I'm changing the course of your life right now so that by faith, your generations, he just brought this scripture to me, and I'm done. Moses stood before the people and told the people, today I put before you blessings and cursings, life and death. Choose life so both you and your generations and your seed may live. That's a sheer act of faith. So right now, if there's anything that God has been pressing on your heart, haven't done this in a while, but I'm opening up the altar right now so that we can come together and agree that by faith that you're making this commitment to choose life and not death so that you and your descendants may live. I don't want you to worry about anybody around you. Don't want you to worry about anybody next to you that's with you. Don't worry about what others might be thinking of you. But if there is something that you need from God, and you're saying, God, my faith has been weary. God, my faith has not been on place. I'm asking you to step to, the, to come to the altar right now. Youngest to the oldest, whoever you may be. Because God is saying right now, release, release it, release it, release it. 
You've done everything by your own will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kevin, come here for a second. opportunity bypass you. Don't care who you are. Don't feel like that you're less than. Just come and get what you need. Come and get what you need. Come and get what you need.
Everybody stretch forth your hands towards Pastor Cash real quick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open up your mouth and begin to pray for this man of God. Hallelujah. Pray for him. Hallelujah. The labor is hard. Hallelujah. The labor is hard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Cash. Hallelujah. Thank you, boys. Hallelujah. He stands here at your altar, God. this time pass you. I know, I, I, I see what time it is, but don't let this time pass you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't let this time pass you. Hallelujah. Don't let this time pass you. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I told you his presence was in here today. worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By faith we operate. Every man, every woman has a measure of faith. And by faith we operate. Those that are online, if you need prayer, right now you should see our prayer line right there on on there right now. Call that number. Dial that extension. By prayer, by faith, we are seeing lives changed here at Liberty, in this community, and everywhere that God is releasing this to be. By faith. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. By faith. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time of worship. We thank you for this experience with you, O oh God. Now, God, as we get ready to depart from here, God, we ask right now that you, the same spirit that you brought into the sanctuary to worship, that you send us into the community to serve. Ask God that you release into every last person the measure of faith, not just the faith of a mustard seed to move mountains, but faith beyond that so that we can see lives changed, deliverance take place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Our announcements, our announcements for today, we, I'm, I'm going to post them online. But if you want to sow into liberty, I'm going to ask that they put that up on the screen right now on cash app it said liberty liberty church md liberty church md if you're on our church app you can sow that way whatever it may be you're sowing into fertile ground you're sowing into good fertile ground if you're looking for a church home trust me reach out to us we're a place of liberty also pastor cash church Born Again Ministries that hold their services right here before us. We're building kingdom disciples. We're changing the dynamic in this region. And we just thank God for all that he's doing. So as we leave this place, as we depart from here, go in peace knowing that the grace of God, the shalom of God is present in your life. That by faith you're operating like never before. 
by faith you're operating like never before. I decree and declare that by faith you're operating like never before starting right now. Starting right now in Jesus' name that the Holy Spirit has taken it, he's sealed it up, he's manifesting it right now. All right? So guess what? Live on purpose, live for purpose, but most importantly, live in God's purpose. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Go in peace and have a blessed week. Amen. Amen. Amen.